Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. And now, ladies and gentlemen, this is Learn to Kick Fear with Love. Take action. Learn how internet marketers, real estate investors, and other entrepreneurs are overcoming their fears and making it happen and being successful. You know she's got the 411. It's time to kick those fears to the curb with love right now. Right now. Right now. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Learn to Kick Fear to the Curb with your girl, with me, with Lo. Thank you so much for tuning in. I have a wonderful interview. This is a pre-recorded interview I did uh, with none other than Mr. Willie Crawford. And before I actually play the interview uh, that we did, I want to share a little bit about Mr. Crawford. He is uh, a legend, um, internet marketer, as well as joint venture broker, and boy, does he have a story uh, so before I play this uh, interview that he, he agreed to do with me, um, I'm going to share a little bit about Mr. Crawford and his background. Mr. Crawford was raised on a small tobacco farm in North Carolina where he graduated from high school in 77, 1977, and he attended NC State University. After switching majors from biology, pre-med to economics business management, he graduated in the spring of 2002 and was commissioned a second lieutenant in the United States Air Force on that same day. Mr. Crawford went on to serve a 20-year, 10-month Air Force career working primarily as a C-130 navigator. His assignments in various flying missions took him to 47 different countries. He spent 10 years of his career in the Pacific, four years as the HQ Pacific Air Forces in Hawaii. Uh, now, Mr. Crawford immersed himself in the culture everywhere he went, learning four new languages and earning two black belts in karate. His wife is from the Philippines, where he was assigned from 1988 to 1989. In late 1996, while at the HQ PACAF, Mr. Crawford discovered the Internet. And not being sure that he was going to stay in the Air Force for 20 years, decided to go ahead and start a part-time business. An Internet-based business was perfect for Mr. Crawford since he could take that with him no matter where reassignments or flight missions took him. All he needed was access to a computer and the Internet. Mr. Crawford often put in 16 to 18 hours on his Air Force duties and then went home and spent another four to six hours working his Internet business. By 2002, 
when he retired, Mr. Crawford had already spoken at several internet marketing seminars, hosted an internet marketing seminar, written a best-selling cookbook, sold exclusively over the internet, and created two dozen information products. Mr. Crawford stepped right out of his military uniform into a full-time internet business, earning him six figures per year. So he never really had to transition to another career or even look for a job. Today, after having written over 3,000 articles and over 50 ebooks on the topic of e-commerce and having personally taught hundreds to build successful businesses in his role as an online uh, marketer or joint venture brokers, Mr. Crawford is now considered one of the top internet marketers in the world. He trains local brick and mortar businesses to get more customers through the door by leveraging internet technology. He does this through a series of free weekly training webinars that he conducts and publicizes through his local chamber of commerce. When Mr. Crawford is not busy teaching others how to build online businesses, mentoring a JV broker, protege, or consulting with local offline business owners on how to leverage the power of the internet, he enjoys playing with his three grandchildren and going deep sea fishing in the Gulf of Mexico, not too far from his Northwest Florida home. Now, I want you to enjoy this interview because Mr. Crawford is sharing a ton of nuggets. Enjoy. How did you get started uh, as an entrepreneur? What what, what motivated you to, to get started? Well, I've always been an entrepreneur at heart. Um, when I was a, a child, we were fairly poor, and so I had numerous uh, small businesses where I was always selling things and when I was 14, I started a mail order business and uh, ran that until I went to college. And after college, uh, I was in ROTC and had a commitment to go into the military for four years. I ended up staying 20, but I had a degree in business and economics. And everywhere I went, I was always observing businesses and, and how they were uh, operating in different countries and, and just entrepreneurship. So six years before retiring from the Air Force as a major, I went ahead and started an online business and uh, never looked back. I just uh, did it in my spare time, often working 18 to 20 hour days, uh, just bootstrapping things. Wow. So, with your online, your first your online business when you started, uh, and you said you were still working full time, can you talk a little bit? Did, did you have, or did you just use your own money, or did you actually have other capital? Uh, from other sources? I, I, I uh, just uh, bootstrapped. It's, it's an online business that didn't require a large upfront investment. Uh, sure. So uh, I, I had, uh, I was making five or $6,000 a month in my, my job and had a, a house and all those things, medical and all that stuff paid for. So it was just a matter of picking a niche and, and getting started. Awesome. Did you have any support? Other than yourself, when when you got started, or meaning, did you have any mentors or guide, um, you know, guidance? I didn't really have any uh, mentors. Uh, that was back in 1996 when the, the commercial internet was actually fairly new. There, there were people there who who uh, had done it before I had, uh, and, and so I, I watched what they were doing. I studied very closely, and I, I copied what they were doing but I didn't really have any real mentors at that time. I think that's one thing that you said that's that's pretty that's pretty profound is that you, you kind of copied and mimicked what, what everybody else was doing. And, and I think that, you know, 
people that you know are, are listening to this you know in an interview format they uh, make it harder than what they need need to and uh, you know I've heard a lot of people say that they didn't start a business venture because they didn't have direction or guidance or money whatever the case may be but when you really learn to just kind of watch who you would like to you know be like you know in in whatever field and niche it's you can just simply, like you said, watch them very closely to see what they're doing and pretty much kind of do that. Would, would you agree with that? I would. It, it's still a slight challenge in that you have a lot of people, especially in business online, who fake it until they make it. So <laughs> you need to make sure you follow someone who's actually already achieved success. And so it, it um, does take being careful and, and making sure you follow someone who, who's genuine. But uh, I was able to identify a couple people who I could see uh, evidence of their success, and so I follow what they were teaching. Yeah, that's great. Now let's talk about was there a fear factor at all in 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 this, or at what level, I guess, in your business? You know, because when, when you start, when you started, you, you stated you pretty much started, and, and you use your own resources, didn't necessarily have to have a lot of money to get started. But as you started doing maybe bigger projects, or uh, maybe connecting and working with um, you know, a mastermind group or whatever that, you know, entails to have large sums of, of, of financial responsibility or um, time. Did, did, did that, you know, did that ever be a fear factor for you? Uh, yes, uh, there was fear. I feared uh, failure, you know, that I, uh, I would put a lot of time and energy and money into it and, and lose it all. I feared ridicule if I did fail. Uh, again, I feared losing money, so... Uh, yeah, that was a fear factor, but having been trained as a soldier, I'd actually gone through numerous wars and had all kinds of things happen to me where um, I had to learn to overcome my fears, and I had to learn to make decisions based upon the best available information with, with imperfect information and then make a decision and carry it out. And so I learned uh, just to step through my fears. Uh, but I believe the fear is a good thing as long as it doesn't paralyze you in inaction. I mean, it, it makes you, it, it energizes you. So, um, yes, yes I, had, I had fear. I've also been a martial artist uh, since 1978, uh, oh, wow. 25 years now. And, cool. and that helped me to develop the discipline, too, to face my, my fears because, you know, in a ring fighting somebody who's maybe a superior fighter, you, you're getting hurt and you could actually be killed in some competition. Yeah. And, and yet you <laughs> learn to face your fears and, and act is- despite your fears. Sure, that's 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 awesome. What, what would you say to to or or share with people that may not have had those experiences that you've had that helped you to kind of easily overcome fear as far as being a soldier, being military, and also being a martial artist? You know, if they didn't necessarily have that type of discipline or training, what 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 would you think or or share? Uh, could be some things would, they could do. Uh, I would advise them to ask themselves, what is the worst consequence if uh, things didn't go as they desired. Uh, what's the worst thing that could happen? Often, it is if, if, if you're doing a project or something, and even with a lot of money involved, and it fails. Often, the worst that can happen is that uh, you have to admit that you failed, uh, maybe file bankruptcy, uh, but it's not going to kill you, and uh, you get to start all over again. Uh, so, just ask yourself, what is the worst consequence? And how likely is that consequence? It's probably very unlikely. We tend to um, imagine things as being possibly worse than they are or 
the, the possibility of being worse than they can turn out to be. So it, it's um, just asking yourself, what is the worst that could happen? And then yep. moving that's forward. A, yes, that's that's very good. Um, thank you for sharing that. How do you motivate yourself? You know, at this stage in your career, you've been very, very successful at it. But how do you continue to motivate yourself? I, I study successful people and what they're doing and the difference they're making in the world. So I read bios of, of, of uh, very successful people. I read books by those people. I surround myself with positive people, and I absolutely avoid negative people to the extent that I'll, I'll delete Facebook followers that are, you know, too much negative energy uh, because yeah. um, I, I won't let them drag me down. So that's how, that's how I stay motivated, though. Awesome. Um, could you name or list off maybe one or two, uh, you know, books that have really impacted you? Um, uh, yeah. Um, I've I, I read numerous books by Dan Kennedy, who uh, is very big on not allowing people or things to steal your time and your energy because you uh, you only have so many years you're going to live, actually. And Dan, I think, has a clock on his wall in his office that runs backwards, but he's calculating what the typical life expectancy is for somebody like him. And it reminds him how many hours he has left to live. So it's sort of weird, but um, that, he motivates me. But um, uh, see, I'm trying to think of the name of some of the books. So, uh, okay. Uh, there's a book called Be Unreasonable. Uh, Be Unreasonable, and it's... It, basically says, teaches you to set higher standards uh, for yourself and anyone else and to also set higher standards for even your employees and then to stick to those, those standards and uh, not back down. And so that's why it's called Be Unreasonable. That's probably my favorite book. And um, I'm trying to think of the author of that book. I'm sure our listeners could look it up, though. Uh, oh, sure, sure. No problem. Be unreasonable. That's, that sounds like a really good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, other books are, are probably more metaphysical, you know, law of attraction type stuff than sure. anything else. Because uh, I, I believe that you can have anything that you want in this world, and yet it's a matter of um, knowing how to allow it to flow into your life, if you will. So I, I read a lot of, you know, the... Uh, think and Grow Rich type stuff, uh, and a lot of the books that were predecessors of Think and Grow Rich. Uh, so I, a lot of the old because people uh, around the turn of the century, like Henry Ford and, and uh, you know the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds, those people they thought differently and uh, they associated with each other. And uh, uh, when Napoleon Hill wrote Think and Grow Rich, he basically went out and he interviewed a bunch of those people. He wrote uh, several books, uh, some of which they told him he needed to tone down because he was sharing too much information. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, you know. So I, I read type material too. Awesome, um, that's great. What is the best way? How would you encourage you know someone new and excited about uh, becoming an entrepreneur, business owner? What, what, what would what would you share? Would be the best way for them to get started? Well, I, I believe the absolute best way to get started is to buy an existing business that's already successful, you know, where it has a cash flow, it has a proven model, and you just take over. But the average person that 
in, in my world, uh, the entrepreneur who uh, doesn't have the, the money uh, or don't, doesn't think they have the money because they can always borrow it, for those people, uh, then I advise them to choose a, a niche that has a proven long-term profitability still and that there's a proven success model for because I don't believe in, in reinventing the wheel. And uh, if you study, you know, the McDonald's of the world, uh, one who purchases a McDonald's franchise, uh, McDonald's is going to help them choose the right location, and they've got a proven operations manual. And so it's pretty hard to fail, you know, with uh, that, that model, which is a franchise model. And so I uh, look for a thoroughly tested model and uh, don't reinvent the wheel. And especially when you first start because a lot of us think that we're smarter than the average person, and yet by that we're all average, you know, we average out. So uh, don't uh, jump into an, a business and think, well, I'm going to do things drastically different uh, than what's already been done because often what's already, what's already been done is proven. And after yeah. you've learned that, then you change, you know, you start changing things. That's awesome. Um, what challenges have you faced, you know, in, in, in this journey of, of entrepreneurship and business for you? Uh, for me, it's been, uh, and, and when, I, when I look at business, it was, it was primar- primarily, primarily online because I spent 20 years in the military. It, it's uh, choosing a, a narrowly defined niche and really focusing on it because I've had a habit of trying to focus on too many different things, uh, yes. too many have the, the shiny object syndrome, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. look at, yeah, looking at one thing and then saying, well, that looks like it's more profitable. And then and doing too many of those at one time. Uh, I've also uh, gotten in a number of partnerships with people who didn't really have sufficient business experience or expertise or even the decision-making ability. So uh, I was in partnerships where when I first looked at the project, it looked like it'd be very profitable, but a lot of times the partners uh, drag it down, and so uh, I'm, I'm very leery of partnerships now. <laughs> and I've also bought a number of existing online businesses uh, where they weren't properly structured, and I didn't spend enough time studying uh, the, the financial statements and the structure and the support and staff and all those things before I purchased the business. It just looked like a good uh, investment, and I and I purchased several of those that um, failed. Uh, and so, uh, you know, uh, ch- the challenge of actually not jumping at every opportunity, even when it looks really good, without doing sufficient uh, study, sufficient sure. economic ec- analysis. That's very good. Um, very good information there. Let me ask you this. What motivates you? What continues to motivate you today? What continues to motivate me today is to actually to want to make a difference in the world. I know that uh, right now a lot of people feel like the uh, economy is in really bad shape and, and that the, the, the economic conditions are different than a lot of people have ever experienced, and yet I understand economics and I understand a lot of other things too. And so what continues to motivate me today is to know that I can make a difference in people's lives by teaching a lot of them how to actually start their own businesses and guide them through it, mentor them through it, uh, and just feeling that I make a difference in the world. 
Awesome. Well, you definitely made a difference uh, uh, with myself, so I, I, I definitely want to thank you. Uh, just thank from you. You know, learning from you, uh, at this point we've never met, but I've, I've learned so much just from following you and, and uh, what you've already put out there. And, uh, again, I appreciate you for agreeing uh, to, for, you know, allow me to interview you. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the interview with uh, me and Mr. Crawford. One thing I want to leave you with, only when we are no longer afraid do we begin to live. That's a quote from Dorothy Thompson. And, again, for more information on Mr. Crawford, simply visit his website at www.williecrawford.com. And, as always, Take action.